0: Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. This week, we have a special guest on the podcast. Kimmy Culp is here. Kimmy shifted careers from working in television on amazing shows like Oprah to charting her own course as a writer, motivational speaker and award-winning podcast host. When she got the courage to start to open up and bring in all aspects of herself, including her mental illness, instead of compartmentalizing it, everything started to open up. I hope through Kimmy's story, you will start to look at where you may be holding yourself back and get inspired to let your full self shine through. Let's dive in. Kimmy is a writer, motivational speaker, and the host of the award-winning All the Wiser podcast. Kimmy's unique specialty is identifying and developing stories with soul. She has traveled the world interviewing hundreds of people and creating content that motivates people to live a happier, more fulfilling life. Welcome to the podcast, Kimmy. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here with you. Thank you. So I wanted to dive in first to talk a bit about your career journey. As I understand it, you were previously working in media. Tell us a bit about your journey and why you decided to make a shift.
1: Yeah. So I was working in television and film basically right out of college. I was in journalism school in Boulder and three weeks shy of graduating as a journalism major and Columbine. The shooting at Columbine happened and my professor happened to be a former CNN producer. So She grabbed three students and said, I need you to come with me. And we stayed for two weeks as interns for CNN. And from there they said, we can get you an internship in Washington, DC. And I moved. And then when I got there, they said, it's no longer available. Oh, no. (laughs) I was very persistent. And yeah, eventually worked for NBC and then found my way to the Oprah Winfrey show and worked in storytelling and sharing stories there. And then moved over into the film space and telling people's stories in documentary film.
0: You know, when people think of wow, Oprah, wow, you're doing this kind of stuff. What was it for you that made you decide to go pursue something else on your own?
1: You know, it was a decade in traditional media working at the large networks. And a lot of what I did early on was news and breaking news cycles. And it's a exhausting sort of 24-hour pursuit, Mm -hmm. reacting to news around the world and, you know, what's happening and getting it on the air in the same day. And what I found when I stepped back is that the cost of that, you know, just on my energy and time away from family, that I didn't value the stories enough or feel that they were making a big enough impact in the world Mm -hmm. to be exerting that much energy. And that changed when I went to Oprah, because as you can imagine, covering celebrity trials to now moving to Oprah, who tells her stories with beautiful intention. But eventually, I just wanted to find a platform to tell and share stories on my own terms and really create a safe space to have those conversations and get really creative about how we distribute and share those stories. How is that transition for you? Well, you know, when I left Oprah, between there and starting the podcast, I produced a documentary film here in L.A., and it was actually about a dear friend and her husband who was an NFL football player who had Lou Gehrig's disease. So it was a really meaningful and impactful story. But at the end of the day, we were still working with movie studios and licensing footage from the NFL and, you know, lots of different players and stakeholders at the table And the upside of that is you have incredible resources. You know, you have somebody in photography and somebody in lighting and somebody in music, but the pace of that world is pretty exhaustive. And the idea of going into podcasting, I was so drawn to, and that I think it would create more balance, create more opportunity for creative control. And the hard part, right, is walking away from all those resources and knowing that you're going to have millions of eyeballs to say, well, I'm just going to start recording from my closet and see how it goes. You were able
0: to start to really see and bring your full self into your work when you made that transition. Can you talk to me a little and our listeners about what happened with you when you made that transition and started to make that shift?
1: My entire career, I was drawn to in the stories that really lit me up and stuck with me were about people who had experienced great adversity and suffering and pain and come out the other end, you know, wiser. And I was just so interested in deeply understanding how humans endure and what they learn along the way. And so part of the impetus of the podcast was to really hone in on finding and sharing those types of stories, because that was what lit me up and was the most fulfilling. So we started the podcast and the stories we share are really dramatic in nature. And they also walk through, you know, the darkest days of people's lives and, you know, everything from a 94 year old Holocaust survivor to people who have been wrongfully imprisoned. And what I realized is I'm asking these people to talk about their hardest days, their suffering, And I'm, in fact, not willing to talk about mine. So all along in this television and film career, I was living with bipolar disorder and hiding it. And what I realized with the podcast is, you know, perhaps I cannot, in fact, ask people to do what I'm not willing to do myself. So I had a friend interview me. We published it on the podcast. You know, I could barely breathe for a day and shared my story and it changed everything.
0: Wow. How did that feel after sharing that? And after deep breathing and the, oh my gosh, I just did that. What did it feel like on the other side for you?
1: I had a ton amount of shame and secrecy. And I had a lot of narratives about, I can't control how people experience this or how they think of me. Are they going to think I'm unhinged, unreliable, unpredictable? So I thought people would be repelled and it was the opposite. People were incredibly drawn in. And I think my guest and these conversations, like they know I had done the exact thing I was asking them to do. And when I look back at my career before, I was so fragmented and compartmentalized because I was trying to show up as this creative, hardworking, high functioning, and dealing with a very real deal mental illness. Right. And so all that energy and hiding it and trying to pull it together and trying to just show the one side of me with the mania sprinkled in, which would be celebrated because it's creative and productive, but all the depression I had to hide and hide my medications if I forgot them. And so with the podcast, all of that was let go. It was just here I am. And there was a liberation with that. And I would say, I frankly got better at my job.
0: I applaud you for doing that. It's so hard. And we've had a lot of hard conversations on this podcast about certain things like guilt and shame and workaholism and things like that. And I found such a power in these true, deep, authentic stories because it gives other people permission, one, to know that they're not alone and two, permission to start opening up about what's going on with themselves. So I know that somebody that's listening to this on this podcast is gonna hear it and take something beautiful away from it. So I just wanna thank you for that. For our listeners who may have also been compartmentalizing themselves in the workplace, I think it's very common. When we show up to something like a profession, there is a certain mold that yeah. is part of the culture wherever you work. And it's a little different, you know, media or television and film versus like corporate America has its own kind of mold. So you go in and a lot of us try to fit into this mold and it's kind of survival. But as somebody who's experienced letting that go and seeing the benefits, what kind of advice do you have for our listeners who – might be interested in maybe taking that first step to let go of holding it all together.
1: I think you're right. It's contingent on the environment and knowing your environment. And certainly you want to know that you're in a safe space or at least in a space that's working towards change and evolving. But I think so often when we allow people into the cracks of our life. We all become closer and more connected and we understand each other more deeply. So, you know, some colleague happens to mention, yeah, it's been a long couple of months. You know, we've been dealing with our four-year-old's health or our teenager's been a really scary mental health, learning a lot about patience and grace. I mean, immediately... I feel more connected to that person. I know them deeper. If they're having an off day, I'm going to know why and check in or not take it personally. Or maybe if they leave early, like secretly, I'm like, oh God, I know she's going home to be the mom. So it just gives us a much more realistic, true sense of who we are and how dynamic and layered our lives are. So I think it's a real gift. And then you never know, Who else in the room, in the company is sharing that same struggle, right? Mm -hmm. So by sharing, maybe you become a resource to, or other parents who suddenly say, can we have lunch? Can So it's almost like there's so much waiting and can be activated as a form of good and positive within communities and workspace when we're open to share. And again, it needs to feel safe and supported and you've got to look Mm -hmm. to your own instincts to guide you. I also think great skills come from adversity. So maybe through some really hard thing that you became really good at focusing in on research and a health thing and figuring out and you can say, you know, my husband, we just got through cancer and it's really taught me all these things. One of the ways I managed it was this and apply it to a project as crazy as that seems. But I think opening uh, has a long list of incredible benefits that you could not even imagine. Yeah, let's talk a bit about those benefits.
0: What are some of the benefits you're seeing with this?
1: When you're holding something in shame and secrecy and like in the dark, it's really hard to see it through a light lens, right? Mm -hmm. So I think in sharing, I've been able to honor all the aspects of it. Because of my unique brain and the chemistry of my brain, I think a lot of the work I've done in writing and television and film come from that unique brain and bipolar in particular, or at least a titan because of that. I think sometimes my productivity and those surges, it's a mixed bag, but there has been beautiful things created during those times. And certainly the depression has made me really deeply empathetic and again, so drawn to understanding suffering and enduring and how people get through it because I had felt that and I wanted to know how to do it and do it better. So it's so intertwined with the work, the subject matter, the process. So it really allowed me to shine a light on all of it. When you started to get drawn to the story originally,
0: did you see the connection yet on why you were being drawn to it? Because I see it now. And it's always like hindsight is twenty twenty. But in the moment, you know, sometimes we are called to do something and we don't quite know where it's coming from. Was that clear for you or was that an evolving
1: process? such a good point because I was like, how did I not connect the dots? Like, you know, <laughs> what's your why? Like, what motivated you? And I'm like, well, I love stories and wisdom. And like, you know, the answer was much deeper, you know, and even with the podcast and this notion of everyone having wisdom and being teachers, I was used to creating media content and putting it out for other people to consume and be inspired and educated and entertained. So I thought, well, I'm going to do this project in a very intentional way and tell great stories, but have lessons. And like somehow I didn't factor in if you spend four years interviewing hundreds of people about wisdom, like perhaps it'll change you. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, oh, wow. So, yeah, perhaps I'm growing as well. So that's been really nice. That's
0: so cool. And in
1: the end, that's what we're doing is growing. I think we're going to
0: start to wrap this interview up. Kimmy, do you have any last parting thoughts for our audience who's interested here on really bringing their full selves into their work and into their lives?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like anything, you know, it doesn't certainly have to be publishing it on a podcast with thousands of people or walking into your office and sharing widely. But I think finding those Small safe spaces or people, Mm -hmm. and sort of thinking deeply, what is a piece of myself that I compartmentalize? You know, authenticity works every time. Yes, it does. People want authentic more now than ever. So if you feel like you're holding it all together and that's exhausting, take that little step to share a piece of you that's a struggle, that's hard, and you will be drawn closer into people and you most likely will be a resource to them in some way. So often in my sharing, you know, a week later, the person I called said, my cousin's daughter was diagnosed last year. Can you get on the phone and, Mm. you know, help and talk them through it? And if I didn't take that small brave act, then that connection would never happen. So yeah, just find the safe, small space and do it and watch what happens.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. If our listeners want to reach
1: out to you, Kimmy, where can they best
0: connect with you?
1: The best way is to listen to all the wiser podcast. We share episodes every Wednesday. You can learn more on our website at all or Kimmy Culp, C-U-L-P.com.
0: Great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate your time and your story and really the courage you brought forward into your career. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time. Bye.